Welcome to Joanna and the Maestro. Hello, Maestro. Hello, and welcome to this tiny, titchy mini episode of Joanna and the Maestro, which is called the Christmas mini episode. And it starts with some lovely emails. What is the earliest hour, Stevie, do you think? One can acceptably pour a buck's fizz on Christmas Day. Oh, I think it's acceptable. Uh, quarter to 11. <laughs> I'm very precise. I'd have said 10.15. Well, 10, you would not. You I would, would not. I would say 10.15, starting with quite a lot of orange juice and a little bit of fizz and gradually reversing the proportions as the day goes on. <laughs> Dear Joanna and Stephen, I'm wondering if you might be able to administer the classic musical equivalent of paracetamol to ease an over-exuberant Christmas, something to lower my blood pressure, assist with digestion, and ideally melt a migraine would be greatly appreciated. Dear Nancy from Wrexham, we will do our best. What do you think, Stevie? Oh, dear Nancy, your Christmas sounds... Hectic. Hectic. (laughs) Um, Wonderful. Yes. But exhausting. I hope you've got someone to help you so that you can actually find some time to recover. Do you know what comes to mind immediately? It's a Mozart piano concerto because there's a divine objectivity about those piano concertos. They are simply pure music or a violin, one of Mozart's violin concertos. They are so innocent and so utterly beautiful. So the piano concertos, well, there's 27 of them. But, you know, one of my favourites is the very last one in B-flat major, K595. There you are. That's detail for you. It's his very last piano concerto, and it's got a gentleness about it. It's something to lift your spirits. And soothe at the same time. And soothe. There's no other word but sublime. So have a go. Nancy, have a go at that when the sprouts are cooking. And a darkened room for your migraine and and not a very high level of sound, but Mozart K595, B-flat major, number 27. (laughs) Stevie, what is your favourite piece of Christmas organ music? Ah, well, that's simple. And I'm sorry, I'm not going to say Bach. He he wrote several, but I'm not going to say that. My favourite piece is by Olivier Messiaen, Mm. and it's called Le Nativité du Seigneur. Now, there we go. That's absolutely about Christmas Day and Jesus' birth. And the final piece, which is a wonderful celebration, I used to play it and play it and play it, and it's really popular, is Dieu parmi nous, God Among Us, which is the finale of that wonderful collection of pieces by Olivier Messiaen. Good. Dear Joanna and the Maestro, and the Venerable Maestro, that's very kind of you, Hamish from Sky. every year in our house we gather around our very own Joanna, not you, Mrs Barlow, because it was a Joanna, as everybody knows, is a piano, and find ourselves crooning the same old Christmas carols. Can the maestro recommend a new tune or two for us to sing to save us from the likes of Jingle Bells one more year? Hamish from Sky, what a wonderful idea, gathering around the piano. Uh, and, and I like your word crooning. It's, uh, but I, I'd really rather like to hear your version of Jingle Bells crooned. <laughs> I don't know whether you would know this, but you probably do. But for some reason, it stays with me. And every year I I want to hear it. And I'm hopeless with titles, but I think my wife will help me. It's when Angel Gabriel came down 
Do you know the one I mean? Yes, I do, but I can't remember what it's called. Da da dee da dee da. That's the opening. When Angel Gabriel came down, have a listen to that. It's very beautiful. It doesn't need to be sung too slowly or too quickly, but it's quite ideal for crooning. What about you? I think as soon as I hear the word croon, I think of Bing Crosby and we think of White Christmas. I'm dreaming of a White Christmas. That's not a carol. No, it's the White Christmas. I know, but that's, look, it says Christmas in it. So (laughs) that kind of makes it a carol. But I would actually jump sideways and take a song from... Oh, gosh, what is it, that divinely, when he Bethlehem sings... Bethlehem Down. Oh, no, 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 no. I give to you and you give to me, love forever true. That oh, comes that's from, the end of High Society. Yes, it's beautiful. They sing it on a yacht. Bing I Crosby. give to you and you give And everybody to can me. join in. It has two parts in it, so you can go... One goes up, one goes down, so it's divine. Yes, but... I know it's Christmas not... Really t- you can make it into a Christmas carol. No, but you... you I, I, I love thought Bethlehem you read- Down. By Peter Warlock. Yes, I love that because the words are very beautiful. You can read it like a poem, but it's also beautifully set and it's it's a a lovely little piece. So try that, Bethlehem Down by Peter Warlock. These questions come from Jenny Evans and she very sweetly asked me, what is your favourite Christmas pop song? Well, that's easy, isn't it? Well, it's always wham. (laughs) It's always wham with Last Christmas. And I don't know why. It's because it's such a sad story and it's so gorgeous and it's got such a fabulous, the beat starts off, and you know you're just in for paradise. So Sing me the line. No, I'm not going to sing it for you. Last Christmas I gave you my heart. I gave you my heart. The very next day you gave it away. I mean, that painful thing. (laughs) But to make your heart a Christmas present, and the next day is to see that Christmas present which you'd wrapped it up and sent it with a little word saying I love you and you meant it and then the very next day to see that heart given away the greatest pain imaginable and also the, the added twist which that although he's got somebody new and it's all going to be different and lovely if you did it again it would happen all over again. So this is somebody who's locked into a kind of circle of relentless love, adorable. And I have to say, Jenny, it has to be played... Hmm... Six, seven, eight, nine, ten times. A day. <laughs> For me, anyway. Dear Stephen and Joanna, do classical composers care about Christmas? <laughs> are, there, are there any Christmassy songs written by the Holy Trinity, which is Mozart, Beethoven and Bach, which celebrate the magic of Christmas? Yours truly, Minna Frankel. Well, Minna, I think all composers care about Christmas a great deal. And on that note, the Christmas carol as such is always being rewritten every year. New carols are commissioned and done by all the choirs. The King's College Cambridge Carol Service always includes one, if not two, new commissioned carols. I would say that there isn't a composer alive who who wouldn't relish the thought of composing something for Christmas. The great work, of course, is, is Bach's Christmas Oratorio. Well, the two great works are the Christmas Oratorio and Handel's Messiah. But apart from that, there isn't an awful lot in in the way of huge classical works. We've talked about this in another podcast, but Berlioz's L'Enfance du Christ, I mean, he really relished that and loved it. I think there's something about Christmas that inspires all, all composers. But the thing is, the listening public doesn't necessarily want to charge into new stuff every Christmas in bulk. It's more about celebrating what what there is and has been at the same time as rather loving to hear the occasional Christmas carol commissioned especially 
for the purpose. Those three, the Holy Trinity, which I mean, rather sweetly says Mozart, Beethoven and Bach, they always wrote so much music for the church anyway, didn't they? Yes, they did. All yes, the time. Yes, yes. So I think that any of their pieces of music could, with a slight bend, be considered a Christmas Christmas music? Well, you, well, in, in terms of masses, I mean, Mozart wrote a huge amount of particular music for the church, for Archbishop Colloredo in Salzburg. Beethoven, not so much, but they are specifically celebration of the mass. And Christmas is about a great deal besides the celebration of Holy Communion and Eucharist. So I know composers do care about it, but there isn't an awful lot of music written specifically to celebrate Christmas as such. A slightly opaque answer there, but one I loved. Dear John and Stephen, in the same way that we all love a good Shakespeare play or a Dickens adaptation around Christmas time, is there a particularly Christmassy opera you might recommend? And this question comes from Dave Stevens from Melton Mowbray. That's interesting. There are quite a few operas that are produced, performed around Christmas. Most, obviously, I think, Humperdinck's wonderful opera, Hansel and Gretel, which is a fairy tale, and it's for both adults and children, very specifically, which works very well around Christmas. But, you know, I I thought a little bit about this question, and I couldn't really come up with anything. There's a wonderful opera by Rimsky-Korsakov that isn't often done called Christmas Eve, based on a Gogol short story. But it's not really about Christmas. Um, what about Cinderella, which is a pantomime kind of theme, therefore quite often at Christmas time? There yes. is La Cenerentola. By Rossini. Yes. And Saint-Vrion, the same thing, by Massenet. Yeah. Both, actually, rather wonderful operas. Cenerentola, I think, is one of Rossini's most touching sensitive operas he ever wrote and very uplifting. In fact, I did performances, didn't I, all, all over did. Christmas and New Year yeah. in Stuttgart of Cenerentola, and the theatre was packed. Yes. So that works very well, but I really tried quite hard. There are several versions of A Christmas Carol and one by Bernard Herrmann, who, of course, was Hitchcock's favourite composer and a wonderful composer. But it's not often done, and I think that was turned into more of a musical for the screen. I wonder if it's because if you have something detailed so closely at Christmas, you can only really play it or perform it at Christmas time, and most people would like their music to be performed throughout the year. And if it just is all Christmassy, you can't kind of really play it on June the 15th. Well, they just don't really exist. There's very little in the way of operas, about Christmas. But there's ballet music like a Nutcracker Suite and so on. Which aren't frequently produced at Christmas time because it's got a Christmas toy box feeling of fairies and music boxes and little marching soldiers and kind of gingerbready type houses. You know, it's got that lovely Christmassy feel to it. So those are quite Christmassy bits of music. Dave, that's all we can really come up with for you. It's It's not a terrifically satisfactory answer. But... Let me just tell you this. I always read at Christmas time A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. It's very short and very sweet. And each year it makes me blub slightly because it's so good. And it's something we should all read because you suddenly think, gosh, how kind and how wonderful it was that Scrooge turned around on a just at the nick of time. Ah, it's wonderful. It's a beautiful piece. 
Um, I've got another quick one. If we could recommend a Christmas carol concert, which would it be, David Jenkins asked? Well, I think that I can jump in here because there are so many of such high quality and they are such fun. For those of you who haven't been to a Christmas carol concert, they're usually held in a church near you and usually for a charity you might or might not have heard of, but which are all absolutely commendable and all desperately needing money but at the same time giving you a beautiful service. Quite often they have quite well-known people reading Christmas pieces. They can be quite jocular and amusing, like John Julius Norwich, The Twelve Days of Christmas, or, you know, It Was the Night Before Christmas when all through the house, things like that. Or it can be a somber piece by T.S. Eliot from The Wasteland or whatever it was. It, I mean, there are all kinds of readings, or a piece from the Bible even, and filled with Christmas songs and carols. And uh, they're absolutely gorgeous. So hunt one out somewhere in a church near you and do go because it's a lovely thing to go to. I can't imagine Christmas ever without tuning into King's Cambridge. It's become so ingrained in perhaps my own life. They commission new carols and they, of course, always include the very well-known carols. It's all candlelit and filmed absolutely beautifully. So if you can't get out of the house and get to a carol concert, and I think it's usually at about three o'clock on Christmas Eve when you're doing last-minute preparations, getting out those delicious mince pies and things, have that on because it's absolutely stunning. And it almost always starts off with that solo chorister singing once in Royal David's City. I shall also be going to one very particular carol concert at St Paul's Covent Garden, given by a choir that I adore. All its singers are amateur who give up their time during the year to rehearse once a week religiously. And it's called the Vasari Singers. And they commissioned a lot of new carols. But there's always a very, very special element of commitment from them. They're all amateurs. And it has a very special feeling to it. This is a question for both of us. What is your favourite Christmas film score? It's got, it's got to be, it's kind of got to be, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. That's so old-fashioned and everybody looks so lovely and wears thick lipstick and kind of those Santa Claus hats and things. But is there another no, film score, the, Christmas well, film well, score? Well, yes, a white Christmas, I'm afraid. <laughs> I also can't do without... It's a very uplifting story, and, and and the fact that it's set the denouement, the very happy and emotional ending of the film, it's got a very warm feeling actually of care, and there are two romantic stories involved. There's Danny Kaye and Bing Crosby at their very best, and then Irving Berlin's stunning song, White Christmas. It's just a very moving film. It's got an old black and white feeling about it and it's got sort of an America which was the kind of Hollywood America that came over. Now, a lot of different films have been made since then all about Christmas time, which are all equally commendable. But it would be quite wrong of us to go through this list now because it would be tedious. So I think watch something gorgeous at Christmas. Watch something happy and sweethearty and something a bit cheerful and try to remember the music. And if there's a good tune in it, Have that tune as an earworm. (laughs) (laughs) Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.